If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This week in PlayStation, we're talking about God of War coming to Amazon and Death Stranding coming to theaters, what we're playing over a break, and of course, PlayStation's 2023. We'll cover all this and more because this is PSI Love You XOXO. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Greg. That's Janet. That's Blessing. And of course, you could be watching us record this show live on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. There you can watch us live, like I said. You can get it ad-free. You can get 38 episodes of bonus exclusive content all on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. If you have no bucks to toss our way, no big deal. Support us on the Epic Game Store, Fortnite, Rocket League, Fall Guys, Rumbleverse. <gasps> With the creator code kind of funny, you can get PS I Love You XOXO for free with ads and without any of that bonus content on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe each and every Friday. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Delaney Twining, One Up Pest Control Gwinnett, uh, Brian Cheney, Alex Greedle, Jason L, Mick at Dananobiologist Abramson, Derek Gregg, Donald Eccles, and Jason L. Today, we're brought to you by The Fixture S2, MeUndies, Policy Genius, and Shopify. But let's start with a PSN message from you. Janet, blessing. Right, Did you survive the Game Awards? You are a week, we are a week later. We are, we are no longer dressed to the nines. Did you survive Janet Garcia? Yeah, I can't believe it's already been two years since the Game Awards. It feels really long ago. Um, it was super fun. It was my first time going in person. Did it live up um, to the hype? Did it live up to the hype being there in person? Yeah, I think so. Well, especially because, I mean, you know how our industry is. Like, you ask people and they're like, I mean, it's fine, you know? Um, but I, I really like the Game Awards and I enjoy the spectacle of seeing stuff that I've watched a lot at home like everybody else and seeing that in person and getting that different feel. Um, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I also think it was generally just a stronger show and you know obviously y'all talked about it at length on other content but it was wild like being there for the first time in person feeling the energy and then being like oh man like this is is this like better than normal or am i just like caught no, up in yep, the hype yep, of yep, being yep, there yep. so it was it was um an interesting like somewhat of a challenge to try to like parse both of those two out and then you know i kind of got home and people were like yeah, it was better than normal i'm like okay i wasn't just like oh the the there's stage lights now and now i'm like taken aback by everything yeah uh, definitely yeah it was a lot of fun i've definitely had that where i come home from the game awards and look at the reactions and tim and everybody's like man it was fine and i was like oh damn shit in the audience it was great i had a, I had a hell of a great time uh bless how was your time yeah no i had i had such a fun time it was if i had one thing that i could go back and do from this last game awards it would be to try and like focus in on specific conversations more because i think ah, this year it classic. was opened to the public uh and there were way more people this year than last year and i got to go last year as well and last year i felt like you know i got to i got to talk to so many people but also i got to talk to people for like 5 10 15 minutes at a time yeah. whereas this year it was me like 
you know, saying hi to somebody and then me, me like making eye contact with somebody else and being like, oh shit, is that person like saying hi? Then somebody else like coming and be like, oh, you're blessed from kind of funny. I'm like, oh yeah, I was in like bouncing from person to person to person to person. Of course. And that happened so much uh, this last weekend. Exactly. And I, I wish I could have had a little bit more longer conversations with people, but I had a great time. Great time. Thank you to everyone who came up who was a kind of funny best friend, somebody who liked the show. So many people were there, and it's also awesome how many people are in the industry. The people from Respawn, Sony Santa Monica, you name it, they came up and liked the show. And we're legitimately like, oh, I'm like, oh, cool, what are you doing? Like, oh, I make video games. I'm like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Because usually it's a bunch of chuckleheads who like us, and they, they make TikToks. You know what I mean? Shout out to Sony Santa Monica who brought out an army of people <laughs> to come to the game. <laughs> to Wars. cheer in the back of the room, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it was that thing where during the game Wars itself, with each with each nominee that or nomination that God of War got, there was a large what? cheer going on in like the left side of the room. And yeah. in my head, I'm like, oh damn, did I underestimate God of War? Is God of War gonna win every single award? And then we got the Not best. Close. It got close, right? And we got the best audio design. And when they said God of War, everybody's cheering, and I'm like. Oh, that's literally Sony Santa Monica. That's not just the crowd. No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the people that work there that are very excited for their peers to, to win some awards. So shout out to Sony Santa Monica. Rolling deep. There we are. Look at us looking good, you know? Yeah. This is a really good photo. And I, I won't lie to you. I wasn't sure if Janet was going to take this photo because me and Blessing took one before this, knowing we would well, take one with Janet later on. And the first thing, Janet just shot I daggers just, at me. You know shot what? fucking daggers at me, I, And I agree with her because, honestly, you guys, ca you guys taking a photo with each other, Great, awesome. But you captioned it with PS We Love You XOXO. That's on Greg. That's on Greg. I wouldn't you know. My so I, what, what was my next one? Because my next one was a great play on it. PS We Love You Too XOXO. That was a great follow up tweet that I don't get credit mm. for because you show blessings. Yeah. And here's, here, and here's my That's unfortunate. You know, finding yours is just so hard. Because he tweets too much. I if I could go back and, yeah. and change another thing, I would uh, put my phone in my jacket pocket. Yeah, you got a lot of comments on that. Yeah. yeah. And listen, I took a lot of photos. Those it's, pants were really tight, Bless, the, I'm going to say. The pants were very tight, right? And People had a lot of thoughts. Like, the whole, all the comments were like, oh, either, like, you guys look great or, like, deep analysis oh, yeah. on your outfit. What is it like to be the focal point of, of I don't know, industry fashion critique or a let? I don't know what, what to call it because it wasn't all, like, critical. But, like, people were obsessed with, like, dissecting your outfit. There was one person that was like, oh, blessing, learn how to tie a tie. And I was thinking about that all night. And I was like, what did I do wrong? I thought I tied it right. Throw it back oh, up. Yeah, throw that back up there. Yeah, put it back uh, yeah. up the tie. Because I, I thought the tie was fine. I didn't, I didn't I catch my eyes as being something weird with it. See, what it was is just the fact that, in Janet, I say this with all love and we're the same person. You and I usually look like this. We're a bunch of schlubs. Blessing, though, is often dressed really well. And so I think they, they hey, like I'm in my house, you know, like hey, I'm not when I show up, you. I show up. All right, I'm not knocking you. I'm not saying you can't dress it up. Can you zoom in on my tie? Yeah, enhance, 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 enhance the knot. Yeah, Is it on, just that on. I can see too much of the, the top the of top it? Of Is it? that the deal? Yeah, yeah I think it's like a little it's like it's it's tight except for the very very top. Yeah, you gotta on, give it a tug on. down and then crank yeah. it up. I know? tried to I didn't want to mis mis misshape in it. No, see they're still giving you I mean I would like to I would like to see it tighter pinned to the buttons that's yeah, how i like yeah. it how you want it to look but they're nitpicking because this is a fantastic outfit it was Thank so good you. Yeah, people were zooming in <laughs> i i think you were uh robbed from not being in that kotaku article Th that's so. what i've been saying yeah. that's what i've been saying and i did get an, an apology from the writer of that yeah. article because yeah. i expressed my discontent yeah. with not being in the article and see he, i got she, i got the approval from that uh, uh author before like mm -hmm. they the, i got i got approved the day of when i put up my first thing and i was i, I didn't think i deserved it again you know i'm everybody's used to greg running around here shirtless drunk so like yeah. you put it put i put on a colorful coat that's cool like that's all i needed but you should have been in there if thank I'm you asking me. i appreciate it's it. a whole politics game who you know 
You know, yeah. how much did Danny how Payne much, have to be to pay to be on that list? Nobody that's my knows. thing is I didn't I didn't PayPal the author, and so embarrassing. You, you, next year you'd like to think Danny and Re were better than that, but they're not. No. You know what I mean? I mean, no. Sam G writes in to kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y, just like you can to be part of the show. And this PSN message is simple. For the hosts, going into the holiday break, because remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is your final PSI Love You XOXO of 2022. We will be on break till the first week of January. Will you be playing more new games or tackling your backlog? Roller skating, game playing, marathon running, Janet Garcia. What are you going to be doing with your time off here? It's tough because you could <laughs> be you could be a student of the game and be like, look, I'm going to use this time to like do one last round of like the best games of the year. But like I've been doing that all year. I've been working hard all year. It's time to relax, um, hopefully. So I think I'm just going to play stuff for fun. And what do I think of when I think of fun? I think of Sagboy of the Adventure. God damn it. Hell because- yeah. Yes. I'm trying to finish this with my family still. We were supposed to play recently. It didn't happen. Um, I have already hit them up preemptively. I said, are you, are you guys down during my break? I know not everyone has a break, like me and Maggie do, because she like teaches at a school. Isaiah, it's kind of like, oh, the job slows down, but like ugh, that's a little dicey. And then Edwin, my brother Edwin doesn't have like really a break at all, but he, you know, comes home at night and stuff like that. So oh, he comes they home. already agreed. <laughs> yeah, he does come home. So it is, it is just a 40 hour work week. Um, so Sackboy Big Adventure, we're going to get some of that in. I want to play more Fortnite because um, I love Fortnite. It's very festive. And then it's just, honestly, I'm going to try to chip away at a lot of games that I'm playing with okay. my brother Edwin because he is uh, it's starting to eat at him, the, how many games we have together. And I don't know if y'all, like, how often this happens. Like, bless, I know you, like, do single-player pl- single games with other people sometimes. Um, it can become just so difficult to like you got to coordinate the schedule and the mood and then you end up and then you end up playing multiple games at once so like you ever yeah. have multiple games with another person that you're like just locked in and then it piles up and then the dark pictures people keep making more games so we got like a couple games i'm hoping to knock out like Corey as dusk falls tmnt luckily a lot of those are fairly short so i'm like okay I'm, i don't have work like whenever you're ready i'm gonna go oh, i guess fifa should be on here too because I'm, I'm playing through the world cup with my brother as well like it's just it's a lot of games, but that's what I'm going to play realistically. In my dream world, I just go left field. I'm hitting up Witcher Are 3. you doing the World Cup mode in FIFA? Yeah. yeah what is I it like? Because I was mode. considering that. It is fun. You should do it. Um, I, I mean, it's going to be more or less fun alone. I mean, I feel like you have fun playing the game, so it doesn't matter either way. But mm-hmm. um, it's great. What we did, though, just to make it um, shorter so it wouldn't be like 100 games, is we... You can like auto play the games uh, and you can either auto play it while you watch it or you can just like quick auto play it and sure. it just kind of loads the results. So we did that for the entirety of the first round. And then for all the subsequent rounds, we are putting like our names on a digital wheel and spinning it. So it's like whoever gets whatever. So it's like my brother got like USA for the first one and I got, I forgot what team I got. So then we play that out. Then we do the next game and then we're going to go through like that. So it's like, it's fun too because it's like alternate universe World Cup. Which in that universe, guess what? Mexico advanced because we always advance to the second round, except for this one. First one since like the 70s or the 80s. Heartbreaking. Never wore the green jersey. Anyway, I got a lot of feelings. We're going to play it out in FIFA. But yeah, I think the mode is really good. There are things I'd like to see a little bit different in terms of being able to like quickly auto seed that first round because doing it manually mm-hmm. did take like five minutes of sitting there pressing and loading in screens. So I'm but, confused. Um, I don't know what this. It. What So this mode is just 
it's like a tournament, but it's the World Cup, so you have to enter the and so you wanted to enter it like it was in real life, so you had to go through there and like make every matchup look the right way. No, because we decided not to do it. Like we're not doing it to replicate what had happened. We're just doing our own World Cup, but obviously all the teams are like like they they gather like all the teams are real. They're not just like make, yeah, yeah. pulling random teams. So like that stuff is okay. accurate, but the results obviously both with the randomization of round one and two, once we start playing, it's not like we're trying to like, oh, well, this team scored six to one on it. You know, we're not trying to recreate it. We're doing our own version of it. So I'm, I'm excited for those World Cup results as well. I got two World Cups now. Uh, and yeah, the mode works great. Um, it like works as expected. And it just is kind of a simple way to like match everything up. Yeah. Me and my brother always do these tournaments, but normally we do them like, on our own, like totally made up. But that's a cool thing about FIFA. They have that for like World Cup. Um, that's also why when you hear like FIFA got the rights to whatever, like, uh, oh, geez, bless you, probably remember. What's the, there's a tournament they got super recently that used to be exclusive to the other soccer game. Oh, but stuff like that Evo. is like a big deal. What yeah, I, I can't remember. I, you're probably talking about Pro Evolution Soccer, but I can't think of what the yeah. tournament is. Really quick, you you talking about this. Uh, Champions, Champions League. Of, uh, Greg, did you ever, you know, the morning of the Super Bowl, would you ever kick on a Madden, uh, do quick plays, select the teams that are playing the Super Bowl, and just, uh, you know, play play that game? See morning those. of, no. We used to yeah. do it at IGN, like, you know, leading in me and Bobby. 1984, yeah, we do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Bless. What are you trying to play during break? Uh, I got a list of stuff that I know I'm not going to get all, uh, all uh, I'm not going to get to all of it. Uh, Witcher 3, we we've been talking about a lot. Now, hold on. Witcher 3 is supposed to be our break game. What are you talking? That's on my, <laughs> we have the real list and the dreaming list. My real one, it starts with Witcher 3. You're now, will I play, beat it? Of course not. Uh -huh. I mean, let's not be ridiculous here. It's on there, though, because I've already started it and I do want to commit more to it. I do, I do want to play the Witcher 3. It's just the fact that right now, there are some obligations, right? Uh, game of the Year is coming up for yes, that. I do want to play through High on Life. Because okay. I started it and I'm enjoying it enough to where I'm like, ah, oh, okay, maybe I want to see it through, so maybe I can consider it a little bit more. Um, Sports Story, which is not a PlayStation game, and also I don't like High Life, not a PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> Sports Story <laughs> kind of is, fucking up the whole show. Here. Yeah, it's supposed to come out sometime in the next 16 days, and so once that comes out, I also want to play that. Less? Where the fuck is Sports Story? Uh, I want to play that uh, and have that considered for game of the year and so like i'm making those priorities uh but then also street fighter 6 is having a beta go up oh, in a couple of days yeah, yeah actually yeah. tomorrow today is the time you're listening to this probably um there's gonna be a street fighter 6 beta and i want to be all up in that uh and so yeah i'm gonna be playing that street fighter 6 beta and then um i still got to get to dark pictures uh, and now that i'm oh, going on, on break i think yeah i want i want to finish it um, just for the continuity of it i feel i wouldn't feel that's, on the, that's on the must play that's happening that's real yes that's because i have communicated with yami and it is the thing of she texted me yesterday and was like, when are we getting back to Dark Pictures? And I'm like, I got a Christmas break next week. And so I have time. And so I think that is for sure what I'm committing to. Okay. The two other games that I do want to play that aren't priority for Christmas break, but might be priority for January. We'll Bullshit, see. Bullshit. Fuck you. Is the Witcher. Here's the thing. The Witcher 3 and Hades, right? Hades, I started last night again on a Steam Deck. I'm already 20 hours into Hades. I'm just going to pick up that playthrough. and 20 hours playing. in one night. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, this is like yeah, yeah over the time. Um, but yeah, I played Hella. I I I played Hella Hades over, I guess the months that it came out, and then going back to it, I started another run, and I was like, oh, this is it's like riding a bike. Like, is I feel like I haven't lost a step. Hades, in Hades. yeah. And so I'm kind of excited to play more of it, and I want to find time to play more of it. But then, which with, with The Witcher Three, my plan 
was to like fully dive in and make this my Witcher 3 break where I'm watching the show and when I'm not watching the show, I'm playing the game. Sure, living the dream. I don't think that's going to happen just based on the other things that I want to do that I'm trying to do in a timely way. Yeah. But looking at January, I just opened up the Game, the game Informers list because uh, I haven't finished making my um, Blessing Super Fun game release calendar. Look forward to that in 2023. Um, but like there's not much happening in the first half of January. Like what, the first big games, at least that I care about, I know Fire Emblem's coming out on January 20th, but like, we're talking about Forspoken January 24th. Yeah. I don't know how much Forspoken I'm going to play, if I'm being honest. That's not uh, one that's, that's calling me. Demo did not do it for me. And then Dead Space Remake, I do want to play, right? And that's like January 27th. Just went gold. Did it really? Oh, congratulations. Game that, yeah. But yeah, like I think that for me is the the one of the bigger game releases, or maybe the biggest game release of uh, January that I'm looking forward to in that way. And that's really late in January, so I think I might have time to played witcher around that time and then also monster on rise but i think you're gonna come back and it'll be right to work you'll have game codes you'll have all these things going on i can't believe there's two different games i've been hearing kicked around that already for review codes that are coming up uh for january games and i'm like how the fuck would we this would fuck up everything i have if i get two games to play <laughs> during the break that are review codes for next year that's a problem for me let alone if dead space is gold Come on, EA. You tell me you've already gotten hit up for SpongeBob SquarePants, the Cosmic Shake. You know I have. Oh my all about god, Barrett, let's Bear go. in the kitchen screaming about that one. Yeah. So if nothing fucks me up, if these games don't come out, the other things are come through, right? I my break will be Witcher three. Continue to chip away and have fun at that because I'm having a great time with it so far. Mm. I need to finish that Callisto Protocol Platinum. I currently what it's it's eight chapters, right? I'm three chapters through already. Maybe I'm, that's not yeah, that's right. Uh, maybe it's nine chapters. I forget. I'm a third of the way through on getting all my collectibles, and that's all I got to do. So it's simple, easy, right? And then I need to touch, I need to taste Sifu and Neon White. Neon These are the ones White. that I want to make sure if I want to give them the chance to put their hooks in me. That way, if I need them for game of the year, I can do it. But then also just have my own hands-on experience with them after hearing so and much now about the uh, neon whites on a uh, playstation greg you can pop some trophies bro it's already loaded i saw oh, it yeah. last night and i was like i don't want to learn a new game I still right got now leaderboards yeah ralt's got to run over here we got to go look into how who, who knocked over this fucking wagon that's what we're going to go do tonight oh, that's yeah, what we yeah. got in there right? the one that i forgot about talking about january games season a letter to the future is coming out january 31st nice what, when, oh when, wait, that was—is that the tape recorder one? Yeah, one? yeah, that's like the, yeah, the bike one, right? The one that the looked one. really cool and then kind of went quiet forever. And then, yes. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Did they have drama too? Was there a drama? There was, yeah. there was studio yeah. drama yeah, with yeah, that yeah, one yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, isn't there with every video game nowadays? But yeah. yeah. And like that game looks pretty cool, and I kind of want to play it. So maybe January is more busy. See, than you're that. never gonna get Witcher. You're never. gonna But like, what? First half of 2020. This is your shot right now, blessed to play some Witcher. And if you don't take it, it's totally okay. I'm just saying. Don't fucking fool yourself and say you're going to come back in January, a brand new year, kick off to all these games and go. Now, on my dreaming list, what I put, right? So, I'm, all I'm saying, two weeks off. Mm -hmm. Still got the wife. Still got the kid. Still got the, you know, you got to go to bed at the time, sadly. Mm. I'm committed to Witcher 3 for more. I want my Callisto Platinum. And then, of course, these games just to touch for game of the year. Again, the caveat to all this is if these fucking goddamn review games show up and I got to switch over to that, that fucks everything. Everything's out the window. If I was dreaming, if I was allowed to dream, ladies and gentlemen, let got, this man dream. finish my God of War Platinum, which I'm not far off on, but it's still hours of work ahead of me there, right? Then Ghostbusters Platinum trophies have been patched. They work again. Oh. You, you can go in there and actually do that thing. Mm -hmm. But again, that's going to be some coordination efforts. I'm going to need people to play with. I'm going to have to add kind of funny best friends. I remember, <laughs> wait, like, was it September where you asked the question, like, what's your in, next platinum going to be? No, if in December are we? Am I still going to be playing Ghostbusters? <laughs> well, you knew Greg. Would. You and knew like, Greg. I would. think my little answer was like, 
I don't know if Ghostbusters will be a success if in December Greg hits me up over break and is like, let's play Ghostbusters. And if I say yes, all they had to do is have their trophies broken for <laughs> three months or whatever, and then finally patch them. And then I got you. But and, it's also if Bless says yes. You know? yeah. And here, ladies and gentlemen, and he's not gonna say they yes. got new name tags. They got new name tags. Oh, they got name tags? Yeah, they got new oh, name shit, tags. Shit, I'm going to have to say cool. yes. They've redone a whole bunch of stuff. There's the last patch to a whole bunch of quality life balancing. I'll talk about it later. And then if I was to dream dream, right? And this is like literally, I'd probably need a year off to make any of this happen. But if I was to dream. The Metal Gear Solid 5 Platinum. No, fuck, <laughs> fuck you. I'm wearing my little hat. It's cold. I'm hanging out. I'm playing. And I want a Christmas game. I could live the dream and go in Platinum Spider-Man Miles Morales on PS4. Oh. Wait, on PS4? Like you would. I already got it on like PS5, so why so not play the other version? Scratch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, you're go. crazy. I know. You're crazy. Why does that take so long? Is it just a long Platinum? Like, no, it's not It's not a long Platinum at all. It's just like, do I need. Like, first off, okay. Janet, I don't like replaying games, right? Let alone replaying a game twice because you have to do it twice. But I could skip the cutscenes. But the first time, I definitely wouldn't. I'd want to relive Miles' mm -hmm. story, you know, because it's such a great game. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. We'll see how much any of this happens. Keep us all honest in 2023, ladies and gentlemen, when we come back and find out what's happening. But speaking of 2023. Wait, we don't get to dream? I thought you did that when you went through. Yeah, I already did. No, I dreamed, I, I, dreamed I, already. I, I didn't dream. Oh, fine. Dream, Janet. You know what I mean? Thank you. Yeah. If I'm allowed to dream. <laughs> <laughs> the one shot killed me. Uh, Witcher 3 is in my dream. Um, I'll keep my dream short because obviously motherfuckers don't want to hear about my dreams. Uh, no, We dream, led with you. You had your dream. chance to talk, Garcia. Witcher 3. And I want to go wild. I would love to. This isn't going to happen. But I would love to start GTA 5 or to like go back to Death Stranding and start a fresh playthrough and just like hang out and like walk around and like bullshit. Um, and then uh, I'll save it more for what we've been playing, but I, I'm playing a game called Lemon Cake, and I think I might want that platinum. Uh, so I'll talk more about that. I definitely want to make yeah, it. Yeah, that was my dream. I definitely want to make it to what we've been playing this week because I was like, what the fuck is Lemon Cake and why does she want a platinum? And then I wa went and watched the trailer, and I was like, all right, hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on now. This one's looking pretty <laughs> okay, good. Okay, I'm excited to talk about it. Craving some lemon cake. Pretty good. Over here. Uh, for now, though, let's talk about 2023 with a segment we call Topic of the Show. Ladies and gentlemen, 2023 is almost here. And if you didn't know, PlayStation will have to do some shit. They have to make some things. They have to sell some things. They got PlayStation VR 2. They got Spider-Man 2, Horizon DLC. But as we've talked about before here with what's Wave or Phase 2 of the PlayStation 5 uh, library going to be, there's a lot of questions about 2023. So Blessing, mm -hmm. Janet, I thought we would come in here and we would predict PlayStation's 2023. Blessing, Greg. Let's start with the number one burning question: Are we getting a PlayStation showcase in 2023? And it's uh, so wet. I hate this question because, like, this is the question that we asked. I feel like all year this year, yeah, and it was a big topic of conversation, and uh -huh. the answer ended up being no. Sure, and that was heartbreaking for many of us. Yes. But also it made sense in the way that you put it in the fact that God of War Ragnarok is coming out in November. Do you want to put out a showcase the month before to then distract from all the hype that you're trying to garner for this thing? Probably yeah. not. And so I think that makes sense. That said, 2022 or 2023, excuse me, do you want to do a showcase, right? And I think for me, the answer is yes. There is so much to talk about in the PlayStation portfolio. Right now we are at that place where we don't really know much about phase two um spider-man 2 is coming out fall 2023 it's been announced and that is the one big playstation studios game that's been announced right and that's not counting vr stuff because you know we're getting horizon call of the mountain and we're also getting horizon uh burning shores the dlc um early in the year april yeah with that 
what is 2024? What is 2025? Like, there's what is, is there anything else coming in 2023? I still think that you want to do a showcase that is displaying not only more info about the Wolverines of the world and now the Death Stranding, <laughs> <laughs> the Death Stranding 2s of the world, right? The games you already know about. Yeah. Um, but also, talk about maybe one or two of the PlayStation Studios games, single-player PlayStation Studios games we don't know about, right? Like, what is Ben Studio working on? What is um, Sucker Punch working on? Are they ready to show that stuff? But then also, what's going on with, one, the all these live-service games they're working on, because we know you're making a live-service ga- uh, games push. Where is Last of Us Factions? Do you, does Bungie have anything new to show in terms of a new game? Do, like, who, who, what are all these multiplayer games that all your studios are working on? And then also... What's going on with these collaborations that we do already know about? We know that you're working with Deviation Studio on a first-person shooter. Sure. What's the update on that? We know you're working with. We know we now you now own Haven Studio, right? That was the latest update is that they bought Haven Studio. What are they working on? You know, like there's so many questions for um, PlayStation first party that I think we can get some answers for, and I think you would get those at a PlayStation showcase. That's my answer. <laughs> The question was, so are we and when? Oh, and when? Uh, I don't know, February. Oh, wow. Okay, Janet, are we getting a showcase? And when? We are getting a showcase because we're about dreams here. (laughs) And I feel like eventually there's got to be a showcase. I don't think they're going to discontinue. I hope not. They're not going to discontinue that vertical they have of having the showcases and having the state of place kind of complimenting them. Uh, It is wild that we didn't get one this year. I feel like, especially like in the me and bless era, we wrote wrote so many showcases for them. (laughs) And it just never happened. Uh, And we're going to write another one because I'm sure one day there will be another one. I do think that day will come in 2023 for my prediction as to when. Historically, these showcases are in September, but I feel like that is more for the final push of like the hot Mm -hmm. fall and Mm -hmm. then maybe looking forward to the next year. So I would I would I, I would feel a little weird if they end up doing their 2023 one in September because that's so far away and they haven't had a big talking point moment of this is our vision for our platform on a big level you know again not counting those state of plays because those are very like small kind of bursts of things so my prediction due to this weird like kind of waiting period would be probably like march which is not far from blessed february but i think more of a springtime give a little time for the year to settle in um and then kind of announce, okay, what do we have to look forward to and sort of do that large look and also, you know, promoting things that are coming out in the calendar year. So that's my uh, prediction. I, of course, asked the audience, as I always do, hey, what do you think about this topic? And I asked you to write into kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-O-Y and give me your thoughts and opinions on this. Of course, Brandon K. Gone wrote in a diatribe. But I think it echoes a lot of things. You're saying, Janet, you're saying, bless, and what the audience is thinking. 2023 for PlayStation? While Spider-Man 2 is the only thing we know about from PlayStation next year, which, of course, isn't true, that detail is what has me hopeful for what I want the most from PlayStation. Another showcase. State of plays are hit and miss, and in many cases, the best state of plays rely mostly on massive third-party partnerships. But think back to 2020. Remember how hype those first two, the first two, the future of gaming and PlayStation 5 showcases were? Just some of the games that were shown or announced at those events were Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Gran Turismo 7, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Forspoken, Stray, Returnal, Kena, Goodbye Volcano High, Ghostwire Tokyo, Little Devil Inside, Bug Snacks, Demon Souls Remake, uh, Deathloop, Resident Evil Village, Horizon Forbidden West, Final Fantasy 16, God of War, Ragnarok. Remember when Sony was the 
main event of E3, when they had the Year of Dreams conference in 2015 and 2016, the orchestra, God of War being reborn, The Last Guardian's release date, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, showing off PSVR with Arkham VR and Star Wars Battlefront VR, seeing grown men lose their shit that Crash Mandicoot was making a comeback. Honestly, as we're just coming off the Game Awards, that's what I've always wanted most. Well, why I fell in love with E3 when I was a kid. Hype presentations with banger reveals and to share with the share it all with the community of fans. All credit to Jeff Keighley for doing what he can with Game Awards opening night live for Gamescom and now Summer Game Fest, but nothing compares to a major platform holder getting us all together to talk about what they have coming in the next 12 months and beyond. 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 It beautiful. is an excellent point. That was beautiful. It is well said, Brandon. Great job out there. We're really proud of you. Will there be a, sh- a PlayStation Showcase in 2023? There has to be. There has to be. Because, again, not to be... Famous the- last words. I know. I know. Don't get me started. There has to be, though, right? Because we know when they did all of this, that was what we're talking about. Well, that was phase one of PlayStation 5. We're at the end of that. Now, what is phase two? Spider-Man's coming in fall. That's what gives me the most trepidation for saying, oh, it's going to be a February, March thing. Mm. I have a question coming up here, actually number two, which we can introduce here right now on this PlayStation predictions of how many first party games are we getting? How many PlayStation studio games are we getting in 2023? And I think that number correlates directly to a showcase because in the same vein of let's not get in the way of God of War Ragnarok and steal its hype with a showcase talking about next year. I know this is ridiculous and I might get laughed out of the room. How do you handle PlayStation VR two in February? I don't, if you do a showcase, I think you can do, hey, Spider-Man, hey, what Sucker Punch is doing, or Blue Point, whoever you want to throw out there, what they're doing, announcements and trailers. But then you get to this really interesting spot of, do you show PlayStation VR 2 games? Do you just do a sizzle reel and remind people it's coming in February? Do you do nothing with it? Because, like, clearly, with all due respect to everybody working on PlayStation VR 2, the audience is more excited for Spider-Man. The PlayStation audience is more excited for Spider-Man, more excited for whatever Last of Us Factions or the next game from an Audi Dog would be. Like, those kind of headlines would drown out VR. So do you let VR? Do we get a PlayStation, um, uh, not showcase the other one, State of Play in January that is like, hey, let's take a look at everything coming to PlayStation VR 2 next month. And that happens, then it comes out, and then... Now we're getting already close to that E3 timeframe. And what is PlayStation doing this year for the E3 timeframe? Are they actually going to do something with E3? Are they going to do something with Summer Game Fest? Are they going to do their own thing once again? And then if you do that, how many games? are It's, it's a whole ball of wax. So I'm going to be the conservative one here and say, yes, we get a showcase next year. I don't think we get it early spring. I think we get it in the summer, mm-hmm. which breaks my heart. I, w- I want them to come out and be like... Welcome to February, January. You know, we get going. They announce one for the first week of February, and we're off to the races to show all this stuff. But I, I'm, I'm going to temper my expectations, hedge my bets. My one counter would be to say that when it, when it comes to the PSVR stuff, I think it all depends on how PlayStation wants to treat VR, right? And, like, it's very easy to see a PlayStation that is, like, uh, people don't care as much about this aspect of our um, uh, our company. Let's focus all in on what PlayStation Studios is up to and the stuff that excites people. But... On the other hand, you do have to excite people for VR, right? Like, VR is now, it is coming out. It is happening in February. As PlayStation, you got to treat it like it's happening in February, right? You got to treat it like it is a premier part of your system that you want people to get into. And I think 
the way to do that would be to do a PlayStation Showcase that has the VR games in there. That is highlighting and getting people excited about those VR games, right? Like, it's in the way that I would say if you're as a business, if you have any product that is on the lower end of people aren't as excited about this, you got to treat it like everything else so that people, not that you trick people into feeling like it, but you give people the feeling of, oh, shit, all right, I'm excited for Spider-Man, I'm excited for Last of Factions. Oh, man, these VR games look dope as hell, too. And I think right now, PSVR 2 is missing that. You know, you have Horizon. 100%. You have a game here or there. Honestly, I could not name you how many PlayStation VR 2 games outside of Horizon. <laughs> Moss! Like, you have Horizon. You have Moss that already games. Ghostbusters to VR come. Rise of the Ghost okay, Lord. Okay, there you go. You have the Ghostbusters game, but you need way more than that. And you need... You need you need uh, VR2 software that is forward-looking as well, right? Yeah. I think that's what works so well about Spider-Man 2 getting announced last year. I think that's what works so well about God of War Ragnarok getting announced uh, during one of the PS5 showcases is the fact that, hey, we have this game coming out, and it is far future, but it is giving you something to look forward to. Right now for PSVR 2, Horizon is going to come out at launch, and it's like, all right, now what are we looking forward to? Is there anything to look forward to? And if not, then I think, uh, I think that's a bad look. I mean, another question I have here for our predictions, number four, is is PlayStation VR 2 DOA? Is it dead on arrival? Yes. Oh, I don't think they, like, bless to your point, and this is, it's so funny making these predictions because at any point, like, one of us is going to be, like, completely wrong, and, like, that's always a little bit like, oh, oh, well. Um, I hope I'm wrong here, but I don't of see course. them doing much for PSVR, whether it's showcase, whether it's state of play. I feel like the last time they did their when they did do their vr2 state of play stuff and they were like okay we're going to show off the games i thought that was going to be that to a degree you know now i wouldn't say a deep dive into the software but sort of really trying to sell me on it and i i really didn't feel like they were trying to sell me i felt like they were like we have to tell you about these so here you go there wasn't much pageantry or excitement to it um i also think playstation is the kind of energy that showcases or state of plays have is very formal. Like, I don't think they're going to have, you know, a face that kind of brings out and shows you the hardware or shows yeah. with VR too. Like it's so tough because unlike software, like you can have sure we, the GDC stuff, you had like super technical looks at the PS five or the dual sense at times, but you mostly the consumer stuff is the software. But with VR, it's like, you really do want to talk about, like, how do I use this in my living room? Like, you want those kind of more informal hands-on things. And I just, I want them to do that, but I don't see them doing that. I don't think they, for whatever reason, I don't think they really are going to put forth that effort to sell this product. And that's not to disparage the efforts that I'm sure they're putting on behind the scenes. But from the consumer perspective, from my perspective as press, like, I'm not feeling that energy there. I don't know why that is, but that is why I think this thing is dead on arrival, because there's i want to be excited and i'm starting to get less excited for how unexcited they seem about it i'm with you where it breaks my heart to say it i i love vr i love doing stuff with it i loved playstation vr for what it was at launch but for playstation vr 2 and don't get me wrong i pre-ordered one with the company card i'm like we gotta have one i don't know what's gonna be going on with the review units i don't know any of that stuff and I am excited to play Moss on it and Ghostbusters on it and what Horizon will be, but I'm not excited like I was at PlayStation VR 1. At PlayStation VR 1, I was like, this is cool. This is different. This, What's the future of this tech going to be? I feel like the future of this tech is the MetaQuest 2. It is this wireless device that I can take anywhere and play with and the experience are just good enough. And so then for PlayStation VR to be here now and be better than that, of course, and look better than that and yada, 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 that's great, but... 
I still, even with the future being MetaQuest 2, the MetaQuest 2 sits on my desk for the most part. I play it here and there, but like, it's not a must play. It is that thing I pop on once in a while for something great. But then there's also plenty of times where I'm like, man, I, I Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 really previewed really well. It looked really cool. It is out now, and I have it on that MetaQuest, and I have not started it because I have not felt like strapping into the Matrix and being there. And so then to get to PlayStation VR 2 and like not even it be a, it's a question of the tech. Okay, well, it's tethered. Well, that kind of sucks. Okay. And then it's also this question of like, well, what am I really going to play on it? It strikes me so much like um, Valve in their index where it was, dude, Half-Life Alex played it, reviewed it, put the, uh, the Valve index down, brought it to the office, and it's sat on a shelf ever since. Like, mm. It's not like I've had another experience to go play and do that with. I want to be wrong. I want PlayStation to come out and be like, Here's why, here's the first year, here's why it matters, here's what people are doing. But I'm with you, Janet, that I don't get that vibe from them yet. And this is where, it was earlier, I believe, Bander SN in the live chat here, saying why wouldn't they put it into a PlayStation showcase? I think it honestly kind of weakens what PlayStation is in the way they're talking about it right now and the way it looks right now. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope I get it. I hope I strap it on. I'm like, fuck, this is amazing, and. Horizon is a 10 out of 10. And, oh, there was this other game I totally didn't know about, and I missed this, and blah, blah, blah. But when you, like, scroll through the list of games for it, right, it's like, okay, cool, there's the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World one, not even Park, Jurassic World, you know, Cities VR, Hello Neighbor. It's like, none of these are screaming, I have to go play this. Firewall Ultra, I loved Zero Hour. That's that's cool. And obviously Moss, I think, is criminally underplayed and great. But it's just like, I don't know, man. This doesn't feel like this is a premier amazing playstation experience you need to be jazzed about which is why i think they might keep it small keep expectations in check not first off go over the moon to be like hey whatever because they maybe they're going with what they do with playstation vr1 which was like let's sell to the people who care about it and hope they're happy with it and go from there and then also let's not stack up vr games that are hard to make and hard to make look good against spider-man 2 here's spider-man fighting venom and here no offense to this game at all cosmonius high which just they that's apples and oranges in terms of hype and stuff yeah yeah i tend to agree and to the thing that uh janet mentioned as well it i it feels almost like playstation doesn't even want to do vr2 yeah. like we've gotten close enough to it in the way they talk about it and the way they show it off in the lack of pomp and circumstance with it it feels like a oh man we made a commitment and the industry shifted and moved and the pandemic happened and like i don't know if there's people there that left or whatever but it feels like something changed and now it's like Oh, we're, we're holding the bag. We're, yeah, like we're doing this because we have to do this, not because necessarily we want to do this and we think it's going to, you know, blow up and be this huge thing. And again, like I was joking around about it, uh, but I was getting real answers. You know, Justin Roiland was with us yesterday, of course, has high on life out on PC and uh, Xbox right now. But Squanch Games, right, had done uh, VR games that, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, they, in, in, and he had worked before on, you know, Accounting Plus, And then, of course, they did Trover Saves the Universe, which was both. But yada, yada. Mm -hmm. But it's like I kept bringing up the fact, both joking and seriously, of like, well, you've moved away from that, right? And like now you're doing this first person shooter that isn't that and it's comedic and but there's no VR element. And he was, you know, very straight up was just like, well, yeah, but it's all about install base and it's about, you know, what can you do and what and so if we're still here with the chicken egg argument of like, well, yeah, people want a bigger bigger experiences, AAA experiences, AAA budgets on VR, but they're not making that amount of money so they can't do it, but then that's scaring people away from buying VR, buying PlayStation VR, right? For 550 bucks. Like you like yeah, there's a lot of math arithmetic and the fog of war covering what comes next isn't helpful. But I also think it's there because they want to see how this does to, before they really talk about what comes next. Yeah.
Yeah, I think I, I, I think that's a fair assessment. But also, it's also the, the thing of I feel like I've heard about PlayStation Stars from PlayStation as much as I've heard from play, oh. about PlayStation yeah. VR. Too. Oh! Like think honestly, about it. blessing. Like, think I about think it. I feel like I've heard more about stars. Honestly, like, oh, honestly, like think about. No, you're all. No, I won't believe that to be true. I won't believe that to be true. I brought up stars on MinMax like yesterday, and like no one even knew what I was talking about. So okay, and I don't know. So like, maybe but, maybe I'm too usual, kind of funny, but, better informed than MinMax. <laughs> but I yeah. maybe I'm too ingrained, okay. and like this isn't okay. even like you a. Know, it is that. It is that a we're little definitely bit. More, um, we're definitely doing great. But well, I swear to God, like, if you look are... at the blog post, if you look at, like, the, the frequency is, uh, at which PlayStation talks about both things, if, if VR2 is talked about from PlayStation more than Stars, it's only marginally. It's not by that much. Yeah. I was like, are you not also following PlayStation on Instagram and seeing, like, their screenshot posts every week for share of the week? Like, who is it? Um, but, no, I feel you on that. Like, VR, it's been so quiet and, like, it's such a struggle. Um, I haven't yet pre-ordered mine because I'm like, oh, my God, this is a lot of money. Let me see when I want to do this. But I do want to be involved because, like, one, it's good for content. Like, I'd like to talk about that. And I know members of the audience are going to be playing it. And I want VR to be exciting. But, like, it's just so tough. And I feel like there's so many ways this can go south. You know, bring it back to the question of, like, is this dead in arrival? Like, I want to say yes because of the messaging, because of the ways people have kind of moved on because of the demand for now having wireless even though i know it's wired because it's going to be so beautiful that my eyes are going to burn like i i get that but as like a consumer i that i i still want like wireless like that's not going to make me not want wireless um that's just kind of how it is and i think a lot of people are there and what sucks is like you know greg you mentioned oh maybe call the mountain that could be a really great game or like well you know it could be like a 10 out of 10 experience and it could be but i hearing that just gives me flashbacks to the wii u era sure. where i'd be begging people sure. no you don't understand so many of these games are good and obviously the wii u had many problems that psvr 2 won't necessarily have it's also apples and oranges because one's a console and one's a peripheral but it's tough because like we talk so much about the importance of software and at the end of the day i do think software is dominant but with vr specifically there's such a hurdle in what the hardware is, what it requires of the player. It's so much more involved that like, there's so many things that could go wrong. It's like, oh, wh what way could this go wrong? I can think of so many ways that it flops in a sense and not that many ways that it is a success, which granted, I think success here will be definitely smaller than what is typical of PlayStation because it is still a niche thing. But yeah, like I'm like I'm like stressed about it. I'm not even involved, but I'm like, oh my gosh, like what's this gonna look like when it when it comes out? I don't know. What I would like you to know is that on the PlayStation blog, PlayStation VR two as a tag has been used twice as much as PlayStation Star. Okay, right? well, that's because VR two started their marketing cycle over a year ago. Like, well, yeah, like over. There a year are ago. four playstation stars post on the playstation blog oh and there are eight playstation <laughs> no vr ones i thought you were gonna say like 30 in the in the vr ones start on uh september 6th 2022 the playstation stars starts on september 13th 2022 okay 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 so i'm just saying okay. it's not like they have is they have a you were talking well, about those it are just dedicated posts correct well now are they dedicated or are they tagged because today's uh, playstation okay. in 2023 highlights is tagged PlayStation VR 2 because they mentioned PlayStation VR 2. God damn. So it's not like a dedicated thing, right? <laughs> okay. But I think that count, like, you know, when they, that, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a good sign, like, oh, it's all going to be fine now, but it is nice that, like, when they're talking, I mean, they kind of have to, right? I feel like legally, like, you can't talk about your, your year and not mention yeah. this thing that you're releasing in the year. But, like, obviously, they, that is part of their year, you know? Like, this episode's about us looking and predicting 
what that year is. That will be a part is of Star's it. Is Star's tagged in that same Will it post? be a good part? I don't know. In 2023? Yeah. No. Okay. Because it was in the play. I remember the yesterday or the other day when we were doing the PlayStation wrap-up thing. If you go to the bottom, yeah, they talk about 2023 and beyond. Beyond. The first thing that pops up is PlayStation Stars. <laughs> Gotta get you involved. Gotta Remember, they have that VR stat, too. And, and it's like, how many VR? people had zero on there? I think almost everyone. And here's what I'll say, right? In the 2023 and beyond, I see, what, Forspoken, Resident Evil 4, Hogwarts Legacy, Street Fighter 6, Jedi, Final Fantasy 7, Re Rebirth, and PlayStation Stars. No VR in there. Yeah. No what VR I'd like to point out is I thought, I was like, well, this is be an unfair comparison. There's no way this will work. I went to Google Trends and put PlayStation VR 2 and PlayStation <laughs> Stars in there. And not sure. only are they... A lot closer than I thought they'd be. That red is PlayStation Stars. For one day, where people are like, "What the fuck is this?" Thing? But look at—they're pretty, still pretty close. I'm like, mm, that's not mm, great. That's not, that's not great. That is not no. great. Talk about VR two more. God damn it. We're doing it now. It's negative. But we're to, talking. No, I'm saying PlayStation talk about play VR two okay. more. Unless they're like trying to bury it, then do <laughs> your thing, I guess. But like, yeah, like hours spent in VR this year is zero. We want to be excited for it. We want to be excited for it. Show us why. Let us be excited. For exactly. It. Do you think it's dead on arrival? You you agreed with that. I agree. Point. Yes, okay, it okay. is dead on arrival. Damn. You hate to see it. Well, I'll you see you at the funeral. It. So let's jump to the back to number two. How many first party games are waiting? How many PlayStation Studios games are you getting in 2023? Are we counting Bernie Shores as a PlayStation first party game? You know, I I, I wouldn't. You wouldn't? I would I say I, I would. Either. I, I Why you roll your eyes, Janet? I'm just talking. Because do, do you really want me to answer that question? Because it's not a new skew of hardware. It is DLC. You Software. didn't ask how much first-party content I was getting. You asked how many first-party games I'm getting. It is not a release of a game. It is DLC for a game. It's DLC for a great game that more of you should play. I will be there in Los Angeles, baby. But that's not... Oh, they these are the games they dropped. It's the things they did. But I wouldn't say, oh, they released, like... That's guaranteed two games because of the DLC, personally. I, I think it depends on how big the DLC is, you know? I understand the traditional Wild, argument Janet's making. You can't just go out and buy that by itself, right? That's true. But I'm looking at Frozen Wilds, and Frozen Wilds, it says seven and a half big. hours to beat on how long to beat, you know? Yeah, yeah but it's like all the same mechanics and systems. This is more content. I think it'll, oh, so I that's think why it'll help like contribute. Exactly. <laughs> See, exactly. at least that was, you can call Miles a DLC all you want. It was a new skill. No, I'm you not calling Miles a you know. DLC. But that, that, I like... just mean general people. Mm. No, she's but, I mean, we, for, the, for this conversation, I'm not talking about him. For this conversation, if you want to, we can. Like, I would just increase my number by one. You know what I mean? Like, it's fine, but I wouldn't. My, I would just say my argument to count it is that it's, go it's going to be a, a game. I understand what you're saying. It's content, whatever. But I would say it's a game being put out by a PlayStation studio. But See, I get it. I, I'm not. I mean, not, not, not to like bring in like console warrior uh, stuff go. into here, but like Xbox. you know, outer outer worlds drop like hella DLC. Nobody counted that as a full game. Like that's mainly that's mainly my 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 main thing is like Forza drops the Hot Wheels thing, but like we're not all all hands on deck for it. Like it was a full game. I feel like Bur yeah. Horizon Burning Shores. I think we'll maybe make a bigger splash as DLC because Horizon I, that is it's just more exciting content. I think for our audience or for us, but. I would I would still put that in the in the uh, DLC category over like a official game release category. Mm -hmm. That said, though, like Horizon Call of the Mountain, a VR VR two game, that is that, that I am counting right, and that's two. See, I was gonna ask, are we counting VR games? <laughs> <laughs> I would say yeah. Uh, like, I mean, I think they do. I, I think they count for the library. It might not be that useful for this specific discussion for us to count them. Um, we can, but I just feel like we'd want to at least spell that out if it's like. If I'm saying like eight and I'm like, well, seven are going to be VR, like that's different than me I saying mean, my, eight on PS5. My personal thing on this is it's honestly more of a conversation about what you expect for studios sure. wise. I, I'm not at all 
you're welcome to, I guess, next year chat. You should come back and be like, hey, everybody, we counted them, and Greg predicted this, but it was actually four. What I mean, it's more just the fact that you of win. Spider-Man 2, right, is what we know. Yeah. And then if you yeah. want to, Horizon. And then if you want sure. to, uh, Horizon again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Horizon's carrying this year, okay? And what does that say about 2023? I don't have a comment for that right now. We'll see. I'm, um, I'm going to say go one more uh like console PlayStation Studios game. I think we're going to get uh Spider-Man 2. We're going to get Horizon Call of Duty. We're going to get the Horizon DLC. And then we're also going to get get a, one more PlayStation Studios game. That is non-DLC A full release. VR. A full release, okay. yeah. I think that'll I think, so I think that'll be if I had to put mo- uh, not you, money you on got, it. Well, yeah, but if I had to like guess what it is, I'm going to say Last of Faction. Now, this was an interesting My- one. I of course wanted you to write in with your predictions for 2023 in PlayStation. April wrote in. She took a break from covering the Ninja Turtles. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. Uh, Last of Us multiplayer uh, will be released around its 10th anniversary, June 13th. I love that. June 13th, 2013, of course, was the release of uh, Last of Us before it was a part one. It was just a game on PlayStation 3. That is a pretty fucking awesome way to come back to do that 10 years later. It could also be on Outbreak Day, even though they call it what? Now they call it Last of Us Day or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Outbreak Day, that's what? September? Yeah, September. Yeah. I like June for it. I really do like the 10 years of Last of Us. I mean, you, again, you're coming off the show. You're coming off all this stuff. Do you think that at the end of The Last of Us HBO, they'll, that, that's when they'll announce? I mean, that would be the other time to announce that you're doing something with it, right? Yeah. I think if, it's, if June is, is accurate, then no. I think you wait until you get a lot closer to it to start talking about it. Yeah. I would think that you would do a blow a full playstation state of play blowout that oh yeah i guess when when does how many episodes is um hbo 10 9 i think it's like nine so yeah it would end in like what february uh, march ish um so yeah i think that'll be too too early i think you would do a state of play maybe a month or two beforehand and do like a whole blowout of hey this is what last of factions is, is it's one of our it's one of playstation studios first big multiplayer uh, online service game of this kind and like really drive home what it is um, but i think with that you treat it as its own entity as opposed to attaching it to the finale of last of us hbo okay okay fair enough fair enough uh janet do you see or i guess for first parties for playstation studios who else do you see do you see anybody else announcing or releasing something this year because i know a lot of kids wrote in uh, adrian wrote in what's ben's studio up to they revealed a new studio logo randomly a few months ago i think we see their new project in early 2023 yeah i mean i think that's definitely a contender and ben definitely came to mind for me um i was kind of thinking of what the cadence has been before of first party and again first party not exclusive and 2022 was huge for first party i think there were like four titles uh 2021 i believe only had ratchet um i think this year we kind of see an in-between of the two where we get two to three games not counting the horizon dlc or vr stuff so we know we have spider-man for sure and i think the other one i'm gonna say ghost Tsushima too um oh i feel like maybe we would have heard about it by now but at the same time it's been a solid gap we've gotten dlc for that game before we've also gotten the uh, multiplayer game that like bless really likes and that kind of or i guess the dlc right if i'm saying it's not a game um or you can buy it alone so i guess it was a game whatever they ha- they've done a lot with ghosts <laughs> arguing yourself into a circle pop. i know so they have to keep making those games because it's like there's fanfare there's excitement there's things to build on i feel like we got a little bit of a a small window into what kind of changes they could make or ways they could um add to the mechanics they had in that dlc the Island dlc so i think and i feel like not that they necessarily do this on purpose because 
it's like they're holding it like oh we finished this game we're gonna hold it for a year just to like spread the years out or anything you know i think they work on their stuff and they have their own timelines and sometimes things change whatever but we got like this crazy good year for top tier or like at least a b tier playstation games with horizon and god of war with you know god of war being a kind of string um i feel like spider-man and ghost it's like neither of those is going to be quite masterpiece level most likely but they're going to be very very strong and i feel like those going out together like it feels like it fits so again not that they're like literally going to time them to go out together but that would be my guess that's my prediction you don't think spider-man has the chance to be a masterpiece uh no i don't I also just wanted on the record that Returnal was 2021. I'm sick of this Returnal erasure. Sure. sure. Oh, yeah, but they acquired it after, so that's kind of why I was... Right? Wasn't it after? Yeah, it was after. It was after. after. That's why I wasn't really counting Mm -hmm. that, but Mm -hmm. you could retroactively count it if you wanted to, but... Let's say it. Count that one. Can Spider-Man 2 be the one that pulls Insomniac from the 859 to a 95 area 10? I don't think it needs to be. I think think that's just the kind of game that doesn't get 10s across the board, right? Like, I think... When you're talking about do you think it should get tens? <laughs> what was that, Janet? Do you think it should? Because you're like, it's not the kind of game that does. Do you think it should? Uh, in the last, I guess, between 2018 and Miles Morales, no, I wouldn't give either of those tens. Okay. Uh, oh no, I, but I'm not arguing that either. I'm, yeah. It's just been this conversation that we've had over and over again, right? Of like, mm-hmm. in, there's the S tier developers, right? And it seems like. There's yeah. Naughty Dog is S tier, and then we've argued before if Insomniac is. Yeah. We've always been like, no, they're A tier, they're top A. Yeah, and I put like, I guess it depends on how you're talking about. Because I think Insomniac, I could argue that Insomniac is S tier in their own way, right? Talking about consistency and how fun their what games an are. Insult. And like, <laughs> no, like, uh, you're great in your own way. <laughs> no, in terms of like popularity. Of popularity. Greg, like, that's what yeah. I said to me in high school all the time. Greg, you're handsome in your own way. But like, here's the thing: Insomniac is not trying to make. Last of Us or God of War Ragnarok. And that's sure. the thing is, like, critics give Last of Us and God of War Ragnarok 10 out of 10s. They see a Spider-Man game, they play through it, and, like, if even if a Spider-Man game is, like, the best Spider-Man game ever, I think there's something deep down in critics that is, like, yeah, but is it art? Is it moving? No, Am I, I crying? Just, I, like, I feel like critics are kind of... I, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but, like, I, I feel like critics hold back in that way when it comes to, like, oh. that kind of game. I thought you were thinking of the word I, woke. I totally disagree with that, and that's why I asked you, Bless, you know, um, like, <laughs> really up my shots here. If Because you're like, it's not the kind of game that gets a 10, and I'm like, do you think it should get a 10? And you said no. I mean, granted, you're also a critic, so it's like, now we're in this weird mirror maze together, but I think it doesn't get a 10 because it's not a 10, and that can be fun. You know, not every game needs to be a masterpiece, and not every game is going to be a masterpiece, but I think they're definitely striving to make the best game possible, and I think in our conversations, that is that, like, masterpiece 10, or, like, whatever you want to couch it as. I can name a lot of reasons why I don't think Spider-Man is a 10, and I think it's a lot of the stuff of, like, the redundancy of missions. I also push back on the idea that some games, like, don't get 10. Like, I've seen, you know, freaking Mario gets 10s, and, like, it's a, it's a platformer. There's not any... I get what you mean by there's that like there's there's prestige to a lot of the games that do get masterpiece guess, status. Yeah. Whether I'm it's... referring more to the PlayStation first party slate because I think sure. different games get diff- get tens for different reasons. Uh, but when I think of PlayStation first party, I feel like they've created this bucket for themselves of oh yeah <clears throat> the Inso- or the uh, Naughty Dogs, Sony Santa Monica's of the world are like the ten tier. The Insomniacs, uh, Sucker Punch of the world are like the nine eight tiers, right? And like it kind of funnels funnels that way in PlayStation first party because they become this like. Their games are similar, right, in terms of what sure. the PlayStation first-party slate looks like. And with that, you kind of have this varying degree of, 
all right, Sony Santa Monica and Naughty Dog are like going all the way, in, like doing this, right? Whereas opposed to uh, Insomniac, you're getting, you kind of, I feel like you kind of know what you're getting with those ones. See, but I think that works to their advantage in terms mm. of maybe breaking out with Spider-Man 2. My concern about Spider-Man 2, right, would be the traditional Spider-Man problem of we're putting too much in. Because it's, it's Pete, it's Miles, it's Venom, it's Craven, it's Harry. Like, okay, like what? And who are all we controlling? And how is this going to play out? And yada, 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 right? If you took that off the board, I think they have the chance, to, even what Janet's talking about with mission structure and repeating the same things that obviously Insomniac has heard that from PlayStation 4. They've heard the critiques from Miles, you know what I mean? And I feel like they could go in there and craft a game and narrative that is, especially because now people, I feel like, now that they played it so straight for the most part until the very end, probably with Spider-Man uh, PS4 or, you know what I mean? The original Spider-Man game they put out mm. that now you can go in there and shake up the world and the story and make it your own and maybe catch people off guard, hit them in the feels if you didn't get them before with the ending of Spider-Man, which I won't bring up for spoilers and like keep going that way. And then if you can get to the gameplay and make it like, I know some people are like, oh, well, the combat is just button mashy. I'm popping all over the world. Do it like if they tweak those things and do it, I think it can overcome what people expect a Spider-Man game to yeah. be. And, I, and I, I think my thing is, I think play, I think Spider-Man Two can be the best Spider-Man game thus far, right? Like I think it could uh, easily exceed the first Spider-Man in Spider-Man Miles Morales. I think my thing is, I don't look for a like critical masterpiece out of Spider-Man Two. I just want a fun ass. And that'd be cool, right? I think that's the least of my worries <laughs> when it comes to Spider-Man 2, sure, right? Sure, like, sure. I just want a fun-ass game where I enjoy the story and, like, I enjoy being in that world. And I think that's what they're going to del deliver on. And I think, I, for me, I'm excited. This is a conversation I had with Tim earlier today of what is the thing to make the Spider-Man game unique? We know we're playing sure. as both Peter and... Or we don't know we're playing as Peter, Peter and Miles, but the way they talk about it. And from that OG trailer, you would think that you're getting both those characters and they talk about in the PlayStation blog post that went up uh, this morning where they officially announced that this game is coming in the fall 2023. Mm. Um, they talk about them as, you know, the spider duo, right? They're talking about them as, uh, let's see, following the events of Marvel Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales, the spider duo of Peter Parker and Miles Morales are back in the next blockbuster action chapter of Marvel Spider-Man series. That to me tells me that we are probably gonna be playing as both these characters. And for me, that is like a, oh, how's, how's this gonna work, right? What is, this Spider-Man game is going to have to play differently from Miles from Miles in uh, 2018. Just in the fact that am I switching between chapters for these characters? Am yeah, I yeah. switching at will? Like, in what way am I going? Are they going to make uh, make the game play fluid between possibly going back between these two Spider-Men? And that could be the key feature slash key gimmick of it. And for me, that gets me excited. Sure. Uh, one thing to get you not excited. Uh, and the predictions I asked for from you on kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y. Carter Michaels wrote in and said, Spider-Man 2 gets delayed to early 2024. What? Yeah. Why would they say yeah? such a thing? You yeah. think so, Bear? What? I'm feeling it. No way. No. I mean, I'm like, no, no. I'm not, I don't like that I'm feeling it. But the fact that, like, right now they're saying fall 2023, um, I, I, I could easily see the closer we get to that, them pushing to early 2024. Not a chance. Insomniac's got this. All I right. believe Insomniac. I believe. I think they're going to hit it. I mean, have they? I mean, I feel like every, every project's different. So, like, a delay can happen anytime. And, and Barrett, that is like a good thing to point out of it being so far away, but still being like this window. And then that window is just close enough to the end of the year that, like, if it slips, you might be slipping into next year. But I think they'll have this. I feel like them calling their shot with even announcing it when they did so, like, closely to their like last few projects. I feel like this is going to gonna be there so i'm not too worried about it anything's possible but I, I expect this to be what they say it's gonna be which is fall 
Yeah. I've not given I've not been given any reason as to like why it would be delayed, which makes me go, all right, I'll probably hit. Like, I think there's always a possibility, of course, game development is hard. And as they get closer, there might be things where they're like, oh, shit, we didn't expect this bug to pop up. That'll cause them to be delayed. But as of right now, right, like uh, Ratchet & Clank hit without delays, if I remember correctly. Miles Morales hit at launch without delays. Um, at least, like, public delays, announced delays. I'm sure maybe things happen internally. I don't have reason to doubt. And so I'm going to hope for 2023. But, of course, anything's possible. Barrett, what did you toss in here you want to talk about? Uh, I want to, you know, just talking about how many games are we getting next year. Uh, something else that we saw on the uh, blog was uh, Happy Holidays from Blue Point Games. And mm -hmm. obviously they're, you know, they've got these uh, Christmas presents in front uh, opened, right? Uh, sure. One for Demon's Souls, one for God of War, because they helped out with a production on Ragnarok. I don't know what the third one is, uh, Bless. I don't know if that's uh, like the Shadow Shadow Colossus. Colossus. Yeah, okay. And then there's an unopened present. Dun, 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 dun. Do we think it's time to finally see and get what Bluepoint is working on next? Because they usually, when they announce what they're working on, we usually get it pretty quickly. That'd be awesome. I'd love to know what they're working on. They have to be working on something. And what is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we got um, Shadow Colossus at E3 2017, if I remember correctly, and then that game came out in February 2018. You can check me if I'm wrong. And then uh, Demon Souls was announced June 2020, and then came out uh, at PlayStation Launch 2020. I, I like watching you feel the news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's me put, it's putting myself in the time of play. I had to literally like put myself in the theater for watching that E3 to then remember, like, oh, yeah, Shadow Colossus was announced at this time. Um, so, yeah, I think whenever they announce some, um, their game, you usually see it within the next eight months, eight to ten months. That'd be a great one. To now I'm looking at all these holiday cards. Like, what else are you trying to tell me here? While you do that, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, about patreon.com slash kind of funny. Over on patreon.com slash kind of funny, of course, you can watch us record the show live just like my dog Nick96, Bander SN, and Yo Call Me Rob are. Of course, they don't have to worry about ads. And if you watch later on demand on patreon.com slash kind of funny, you don't have to worry about ads. Plus, you can watch us record all the other podcasts live. You can get 38 episodes of exclusive bonus content all on patreon.com slash kind of funny. But guess what, Jack? You're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's. A word from our sponsor. Shout out to Fixture Gaming for sponsoring this episode. The Fixture S2 is now available. It's a sturdy accessory mount that connects the Nintendo Switch OLED model to the Pro Controller. This mount was created specifically for the Nintendo Switch OLED model. We here at Kind of Funny have been using the Fixture S1 for a very long time. It's been my go-to to play on the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. Both the S1 and S2 let you take your games anywhere while enjoying the Pro Controller's legendary precision and comfort. No longer will you suffer through Joy-Con drift. The thoughtful design of the Fixture S1 and S2 can be seen in the patented two-axis system with sturdy metal hinges. Both the S1 and S2 can be used in tabletop mode. If you go to FixtureGaming.com, use code KINDOFUNNY, you'll get 5% off of your order. Fixture Gaming is also running a holiday sale on Amazon this week. From December 12th to 16th, get $5 off the Fixture S1 and Fixture S2, $5 off the carrying case bundles, and $10 off the Ultra bundles featuring the Fixture S1, S2, the carrying case, and Fixture's gaming controller. So, check 
check it out. Make sure you use promo code KINDAFUNNY. Shout out to MeUndies for sponsoring this episode. Who doesn't love getting new undies for the holidays? Nobody. That's who. MeUndies is your go-to spot for snuggly, soft undies, and more that all your loved ones will adore. Get merry and matching sets perfect for binge-watching or holiday your way however you like with new limited edition prints. You can try MeUndies and get 20% off your first purchase, plus free standard shipping and free returns when you go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. You know how much I love MeUndies. I literally don't leave my house unless at least my undies and socks have that super soft micromodal fabric that I talk so much about. You can spend less time gifting and more time living with the new MeUndies holiday collection. MeUndies has something for every name on your list. You can shop classic plaids for dads, holiday sweater prints for fun friends, and the softest lounge wherever all the cuddly ones in your life could need. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL, it's here for everyone. And you can get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee by going to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. We love Shopify here at Kinda Funny because we use it to run our very own kindoffunny.com slash store. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether your thing is vintage teas or recipes for ghee, start selling with Shopify. Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of your favorite businesses worldwide. Shopify has all the sales channels sorted so your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. And thanks to 24-7 support and free libraries full of educational content, Shopify's got you every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify and you will too. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Go on, try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash kfgames. Shout out to Policy Genius for sponsoring this episode. Life insurance is the type of thing you never hope you need, but the reality is mortgage payments, childcare, and other expenses don't disappear when you're gone. Policy Genius gives you a smarter way to find and buy the right coverage for you and your family. It was built to modernize the life insurance industry. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes and from top companies like AIG and Prudential in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $17 per month for $500,000 of coverage. And Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find options that offer coverage in as little as a week that are incentivized to recommend one insurer over another so you can trust their guidance. There are no added fees and your personal info is private. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find it and buy it. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's policygenius.com. I want to get into rapid fire because there's a whole bunch more show to do, yeah. but I had more predictions. Can I, can I throw one rapid fire in there? You can do whatever you want. We, we don't even have to do the rest. Do you want to do the rest? Do we need to do the rest? I mean, do we I, just want to double down on predictions. I mean, I, we don't have to do that. I mean, the rest, I feel like we kind of uh, already funneled in here for a little bit. But I, listen, I'll get out. Let me get out the way, all right? Well, I meant the other news stories. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. yeah, okay. Game Awards that happened, of course. We talked about Horizon Burning Shores <laughs> is coming through. Uh, Return on the Last of Part 1 are coming to PC. Cool. And then Death, we got a Death Stranding 2 trailer. It looks interesting. Spider-Man 2 is officially coming in the fall. That was announced mm-hmm. uh, earlier in the PlayStation blog. We talked about that a little bit. Uh, we're getting God of War TV show and... A Death Stranding movie. Both of those were announced and talked about. Um, and then what was the last one? The last was Part 3 is rumored to be, be being worked on no a Naughty shit. Dog. Duh. Yeah, yeah. Cool. There's the news. Back to it. What did you want to toss in? 
Rapid fire. A little. Or that doesn't have to be rapid fire. Now we just talk. Little devil inside. What the <laughs> fuck? Where is this game? I forgot about it until uh, the first question you read brought it up, and that game was announced for 2022, and I think it's still announced for 2022. Yes. Are we? Uh, where uh, does it's, that game it, come it, out it'll, in the next? It'll two weeks? drop the uh, same day no. as sports story. <laughs> no communication on it. Actually, let me check. Let me double check. I'm gonna go in my no, emails. I, I'm gonna go on their Twitter. But I drafted it, and then I was like, even though I'm not, I'm not that confident that it's going to, like, score to get me points and fantasy critics, so then I dropped it, because I'm like, I don't think this game's coming out. And if it does, I don't know what I would even get. So then I dropped it. Um, and yeah, like, it's not coming out, but it's not not coming out, because the drop did cost me, because it's not officially delayed. Um, I I don't know. There's a weird kinship I think we all end up developing with these, like, indie titles that we, at least for me, that I, like, end up following for a long time, and Little Devil Inside is definitely one of them, where from one of the early trailers i'm like yeah i'm interested in this and i'm still here like i'm ready when y'all are and I'm, I'm gonna play it like i'll be there i promise let me know when to show up and i'm gonna hold it down i'm still i'm doing all the research i can right now and i'm finding right. nothing in terms of any i don't think update. there's anything i think they just i don't even think they're gonna say like i think just one day they will give us like another, either another window or the actual date and it'll just be like in limbo until then um and I don't think they really acknowledge the fact that, hey, this never came out. And I think it'll just be one of those things where, like, quietly. I don't think, is there even a store oh, page? But if there was, they might just say, like, soon, you know, and leave it at that. Did you guys know that Little Double Inside was announced in 2015? No. No. I went to the website. I, I, no, like, I didn't. <laughs> I clicked a link to the trailer. And the trailer is like, oh, from seven years ago. And I was like, 2020 was not, <laughs> not seven years ago. What, the, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Play, was it announced for PlayStation back then? uh let me see I'm not... a lot of times like with these projects like you know the devs are obviously working on it for a long time um and then like when it actually hits to sometimes having a bigger like a deal booked that's when, i think it was a kickstarter you know... yeah because this is yeah. a pretty awful gameplay so i think it was announced as a kickstarter is the thing and then re-revealed at the playstation showcase for ps5 so you guys well, don't think waiting. this game's coming out in 2022 i don't think it's gonna make it <laughs> i hope it does no, uh... god bless them go get them Madoc Nick 96 says, Bless discovers just like every time he looks into this game. Have I have I done this before? Is this a loop? Have I Probably. done this before? I definitely Yeah, because this is it. like, well, because this is one of, and you know, there aren't that many. I hope at one point we get, you know, too many to even uh, handle covering all of them. But usually there's like a couple titles that end up being associated heavily with PlayStation, whether because they're console exclusive or just because they're in those showcases or state of plays. So then it gets put on all our radar. And then now we're like, locked onto them and like little devil inside is one of those titles um for playstation so i'm like waiting for it to come out because it's you know it, it's the kind of thing that we're like oh fingers crossed maybe this will be on you know playstation plus or playstation plus plus or whatever um in 2025 when it comes out i don't know uh, there's a bunch of games this is the problem with the indies all right. Whoa. You got all these kids over there. They got no. I don't they, know why this felt problematic. <laughs> it felt so. Like, let me tell you, 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 tell you about around. these people. <laughs> all right. These indies over here. They got no boss. They all work out of a garage. They can just kick their game down the road over and over again. Remember when we thought we were going to have Goodbye Volcano High at launch to the PlayStation 5? Now it's summer 2023. It's just like, just a little, just a little update. It's like, hey, it's taking some time. We'll come out 2023. Well, it's, it's so tough too because and i get that they haven't given an update which like and i get wanting one but i remember like there are indie games that, like i'll be following and i'm like uh, i'll put in my calendar when they're coming out and then i'll look them up and it's like they already came out i was like when did this day change like it's so hard i think to just 
keep up with everything. But um, Good Vibe Volcano High also still says 2022. No, but... they put out a trailer recently that okay. that pushed yeah, it to it's summer. Like summer it's just Google being yeah. Being well, slow I mean, Google at some point is just like we're done updating. Just can put the fucking game out, you know. <laughs> Do that, and we'll be fine. But until then, we don't want your business. What if all these games come out on the same day? It happens with people sometimes. Like what if they all just kind of cluster around each other? Janet, question for this prediction episode I have for you is: Will any of us, us three, or in Barrett, we'll include Barrett, four, sure. care about the Dual Sense Edge wireless controller? No, but I think if any of us gets to use it and comes up with a use case it could be exciting like if i were to get one i would mess around with like fortnite stuff because that's what like talking to you know mike and the xcast crew about what is the use of like these like pro level controllers like these upgraded controllers he's like oh you can remap the button so that like you can you don't have to like move your hand your hands always on the trigger even though i'll be honest like, i was thinking about this earlier today and i'm like i don't think lack of um next level hardware is what's holding me back in my Fortnite game <laughs> if i'm being frank i think we have a couple other skills that we need to hone before like that's pretty low i think on what will improve <laughs> but janet getting the back pedals uh involved will uh you know up your game a little bit you know so you just keep that's your you just keep your pointer fingers on the shoulder buttons you just gotta put crouch and then well, you know you know what put crouch on one of those back buttons Mm, or is it paddles. or is it the opposite effect where like there's that saying where um the person that's dressed really well in the court doesn't know how to ball like well i show yeah. up with all my like good hardware yeah. and just like you know i even have like the little um i had like the visual aid thing for the gunfire shots because like i just can never know where they're coming from like i can't hear it um and even with that like my friends like they're right next to you and i'm like where where are they and you know they killed me already i don't, I don't know where anybody is i'm doing my best out there but what about you, Greg? Are you getting into this uh, next level gaming? No, and this is more of a joke one for us, right? Because, edge. like, I'll tell you right now, uh, Xbox sent me an Elite controller, and I played with it for a night, and then I just gave it to Andy. I was like, there you go. And every time I go in the gameplay lab here and I have to use an Xbox controller, sit down. What's the first thing I do? I peel those back paddles off. Like, get the hell out of here. I don't really know what any of this is. Mike was telling me about this the other day. It really upsets him. It's, I mean, it's, they again, feel nice. Again, I'm in there playing high on life. I'm not worried <laughs> about needing to, you know, throw a grenade in an extra way. And, I, you know, I was brought up in a game called Titanfall, all right? And that's when Alfredo Diaz caught, taught me to be a bumper jumper. Put my jump on my bumper. Oh, yeah, bumper jumper. So I can yeah. do that and never go it off. And I've been fine with that. I don't need this. Uh, I, good on you, PlayStation, for doing this. Give more yeah. people options. It's just not something that I think is going to speak to me. But Blessing, what about you? No. I mean, I think if there's somebody most likely to use this here, it'll probably be me, but I'm probably not yes. going to use this. Uh, like, at least... We'll see. I'll, I'll, I'm not even going to say I'm not going to because I do think it's exciting. I do think it's cool, and I'm happy they're doing this. I don't know if I'm going to use it yet. It is expensive. I don't feel like paying for it. If somebody handed it to me, for sure, like I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll use it. But um, I also don't like what? I'm trying to think of the, of the use case in terms of the kind of games I would use this for, and I feel like it's mainly people who are playing a lot of first-person shooters, and nowadays I'm not playing as many first-person shooters, and there's not a first-person shooter that's on the horizon um that i could think of that i'm gonna use this for i guess if i get back into fortnite or if i get if i get heavy back into apex maybe but no and like it's not i'm, I'm not gonna use this for fighting games so yeah, what did you come up though? with really niche dumb use cases for it like dark pictures like i'm making the decisions like yeah all super quickly <laughs> shout out to the chat that made me laugh uh snug slack says pro controllers are a lot like the homer car to me uh barrett i sent you on assets the homer car from the simpsons if you remember when they let homer simpson <laughs> on their car that's good <laughs> shit fucking popping off for no reason everywhere i could see myself using the the edge for oh like, for fortnite. persona big time <clears throat> i okay uh <laughs> fortnite uh also neon white now that neon white's on playstation oh, neon, white, great one for it, yeah. neon white was the game that 
helped me understand backpedals because that's what I uh, do for the Steam Deck is I uh, switch the triggers to the backpedals. Um, and so I think just to like have that similar kind of a sense of playing it on a console, I would like it for that. Um, yeah, I can see myself fucking around with this, not for two hundred dollars. Can I can I pitch a show to uh, PlayStation's YouTube channel? Sure. You know how? Should, wait, should we make it though? I mean, should, I mean, we you, could. Should we keep it? Should I pitch? Our... It? I can pitch it to you here first. No, then... you can pitch it to PlayStation. Shoe, listen up, Shuhei. You know how uh, MTV had exhibits "Pimp My Ride." Yeah. Can Shuhei host a show on YouTube that is "Pimp My Controller," where we give, like we talk about we talk to people, Shuhei talks to people, you know, gets their inside stories, and then creates a controller specified for that person with all the bells and whistles and like i don't know there's like a big speaker attached to it that plays your favorite songs <laughs> right, you lost me you lost no me. yeah you just custom you just need to make a custom controller open up the playstation design lab personally yeah, i, I would have appreciated if they went that way before this but i understand yeah. if playstation if you can't if you can't get exhibit i'm here so wow hit me up i'll host your playstation pit my controller this is show. where the magic happens blessing this, this is where the magic happens. first time i ever went to toronto uh, i was up there to see the game turok or whatever and i sat next to wait turok for the answer oh, vancouver i'm thinking of vancouver i'm thinking of vancouver sorry like but, the first turok no no the, the one they did that for playstation 3 and xbox 360 oh okay, okay. I about that i was gonna say i was like how old are you vancouver for that <laughs> I, sat next to, I sat next to exhibit at lunch one day or breakfast he was at the same hotel holy shit big deal for me that's really cool no, 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 no. What, what happened that night what was is he eating? Vancouver, of course, if you didn't know, you know, Rahul Kohli's up all the time. They're filming stuff up there all the time. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But this was uh, back in the day. And I, at one point, was sitting next to uh, Jimmy Olsen from Smallville. I forget which one he is. Remember, he's got the twin brother and the quantum break. I, Sean I, Ashmore. Uh, there's the Ashmore brothers. I forget which one it was. But it was the Jimmy from Smallville or whatever. And so I sat there and I started, I freaked out internally because it was me, the PR person, and Ty Root, formerly of IGN. And I, I just went dead quiet. Like, he came in and sat down dead quiet the rest of the, the meal. And so when we got up, I just turned to him. I was like, by the way, I'm a big fan of you. And he's like, oh, thanks so much. And I walked out. Heart was pumping. How, do you think you, that would be you today if that happened to you today? Like, that you would be still be, like, frozen with, like. No, like, I don't even think I would talk to him. You know what I mean? No. Probably wouldn't even. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, wow. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, well, no, I don't, mean, I don't mean like that. I just mean, like, now it would <laughs> be less. Now it's like. That's we, what I heard. We're we see here. people more often. Who did I just see the other day? I just saw somebody. Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Not somebody I talked to in real life. I mean, I, I felt like. Cliff Blazinski. Somebody. Where was last thing? Jen and I were in L.A. And, oh, Mike Wilbon was there from PTI. This oh my god that's so cool <laughs> thank you thank you you know what i mean and it was one of those things i saw him but i wasn't gonna go over there and harass him he's out there with his uh, i think family it was a woman with a kid i don't know if i'm blowing up his spot you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Edit that that's so funny um no that I, that that's so cool we're yeah i would have well i don't know if i would have said hi but i, I texted andy i wouldn't have said hi i don't want to bother people texted andy somebody had to know uh next I question i have for, my brother yeah about it for this prediction group here Janet, does Final Fantasy 16 come out th next year? Yeah, sure. Why not? Just because it's taking a long time or I, mean, I don't know if I you remember. Like... They dragged my fat ass on stage to announce the release date for Final Fantasy 15, and they delayed that. So that was 15, though. This is 16. Ah, totally yeah. different. June 22nd, 2023 is a lock, yeah, you're saying. Yeah, why not? The summertime, all the, all the nerds will gather around and be like, you don't understand. This is going to change your life. And I'll be like, I'm never going to play this probably, but I'd like to be the person that would. Just as an outsider who looks in on Final Fantasy, I have to imagine this gets delayed out of 2023. Wait, no way. Really? You, <laughs> no, you're joking. I, I've just been seeing people burned over and over again by Final Fantasy. I'm like, I got to believe it's going to get delayed. But eventually, they have to put it out. I think there's a 96% chance this game comes out. In 2023, and like an 80% chance it comes out that June date that okay. they said. Okay. Uh, maybe not say 80. Uh, I think there's a 
for a 50% chance it comes out on the exact June date that it's at right now. Fair but enough. I for sure it's coming out in 2023. If it, if, it, if it gets delayed out of 2023, then there's something like deeply wrong <laughs> over there at Square Enix. Which wouldn't be the first time, but... I'm putting in my notes here for this document I will never come and look at again. Sure. Take your time. We've also seen so much of that game. They've been showing that game in every single event. I mean, yeah. A lot of good guys. You know something? Like, you know no, I do not know anything. <laughs> don't Jeff grub me on this. All right? I don't know anything. I'm just saying. Track record not great for getting these games out is all I'm saying. Well, did Final Fantasy VII Remake get delayed? Or it got announced and then just fucking gestated, for, gestated forever. Yeah, because yeah. that was announced. That was, what, 2014? Wow. Maybe 2015, I think it was and then 2015, yeah, yeah, and then didn't come out for another five years. Now, my dog Nick 96 says we saw so much of Deathloop too. Are you trying to say we've seen as much Final Fantasy 16 as we've seen Deathloop? That can't be right. Uh, that no, can't think, be right. Think, we saw so much fucking. No, Deathloop. I think he's trying to say Deathloop got delayed. But de did Deathloop get delayed? Didn't I don't remember. I, I mean, probably like off we, somewhere. Yeah. We more just kept seeing it when it was coming out. Like I know that was the big conversation around Deathloop of. It's too much Deathloop. Let me guess, we're going to see Deathloop again. And then you did, and everyone was tired. Um, but again, for every time you, this is your eighth time seeing the ad, it's someone's first. So they have to run it for that person. And like, you know, over marketing is better than under marketing versus like, uh, what's the game that just came out where we're like, no one talked about this. Oh, the, the, the Need for Speed game. Ah, yeah. Where it's like, I, I didn't see anything for that. You know, you'd rather have more than less, even if it's kind of uh, gets a little bit memed at a certain point. Vander SN says Death, Deathloop was supposed to be a launch title. I feel like I vaguely remember this. Was, well, what's the argument here? Just like other things get delayed, so like no, the argument like, shade, if but, one like, game gets delayed, they must all be delayed. No, the argument is I mean, that because I, I said we've seen so much of Final Fantasy sixteen, uh, right? And like you saying, we saw a lot of Death Loop, and okay. that also got delayed. But also, like it's just hard for me to imagine that game was supposed to be a launch title. That's wild. That's crazy. Crazy Blessing. times we live in. I do think okay. Then to that point, yeah, like seeing a lot of it doesn't mean that you're immune, but. I, for me, I feel like they've, because they've already had, like, at least one delay, right? Or is the two delays of this game at this point? Of 16? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't even, I didn't even think it got delayed once. I don't know. Didn't it get delayed once? Yeah, I feel or like they, they, just, they haven't given dates yet. Or yeah, they got years. smart to oh, it. They okay. got wise yeah. to it. Uh, they got to be pretty confident just, in this date. I just feel like yes at this point. But I guess if it hasn't gotten delayed yet, it's weird because every, like, it, it's just so random to predict. There's no reason that I feel like this isn't coming out. Yeah. Other than it seems like it takes a long time for this to come out and for them to have it ready to talk about uh, to a certain degree. But there's not been any indication that makes me feel like it's going to get delayed. That being said, anything can happen. So yeah. I don't know. And I'm going to say yes, it's coming out. To also respond a little bit to, uh, I think it was Madog 96 that original said or Bander SN, I forget which. Uh, we saw Deathloop because it got delayed that long, I think. Right, like, cause wasn't it the thing yeah, that we got just drawn out a lot? I don't know if we saw that much by the time we got to launch, but yeah, by the time it came out, we had seen so many trailers for that game. Blessing, my final prediction before I just want to read off the ones we've got here from the audience, right? And then I want your official opinion on: Will you be playing in a released forum, The Last of Us Factions <laughs> Two this year? Oh man, oh man. You know, if God shines down on me, yes. Um, I'm just gonna say yes. I, I yes. Yes, because like we these games have to start coming out at some point. These PlayStation Live Service games, we've known about factions for what feels like a decade. I know it's only been what since 2019, because 2019 is when you did the it was my upper commerce week. You went and did the Last of Us Two preview, came back, and there was a new story that was like, oh yeah, they're not doing multiplayer, but don't worry, we're working on a multiplayer thing. So yeah, since 2019, it's been a while. It's been long enough since uh, Last of Us Part Two. I feel like this thing has to be around the corner, and I think. It, because 
it seems to be, and I all assume it is like a live service ongoing game. I think you just got to get it out and like start putting con content out. Early for access it. beta, whatever you want to put on it, if you want to yeah. put a tag on it, right? Like I think you, I, I think you got to get the pass past the point of release, and they probably want to get past the point of release so they can start the support phase of it because that's where this thing is. Even really though live. I agree, I think too that like. You know, the the point of The Last of Us HBO show is going to be to push Last of Us Part 1 and Last of Us Part 2, right? Copies to be sold. I think you're foolish not to try to ride that wave and have factions out as well. Mm -hmm. And have people who already played the other Last of Us being excited about factions, something else to play, even though it's not the exact same thing. I, I, I think it'll be out this year. I think you will be playing it this year as well. And I think with Spider-Man in the fall, Last of Us show uh, in the spring, it would make sense to put it somewhere in the middle there. I would, of course, think it would be cool to ha end the HBO show and have it ready to go, but that pro might be a bit too crazy, and so you'd have to go to that summer thing. But, Janet, what do you think? Are we playing Factions this year? No. Damn, I don't think wow. we're playing it this year because we can't have nice things. Um, yeah. I do think it would not shock me if we saw it, but I went with no mostly because this sounds like so negative but like it's the more pessimistic answer and i feel like every time we think about factions and we say when's factions coming out it's got to be coming out soon here they can show factions like it's such an easy like i mean we've tossed it onto so many mock showcases that we've like dreamed of or asked for or wanted or like whatever and we've done so many different pr angles of it oh well when they go on stage to talk about this thing they're going to show talk about factions and they're like well they did they showed us a piece of art and they said factions or they didn't say factions but they said like multiplayer or whatever we have not gotten much that doesn't mean they won't just say hey boom it's ready to go this is what it looks like download it today you know something wild like that <laughs> like that definitely could happen i don't think it will I feel like we are constantly at least a little bit disappointed. And I think we'll continue to be a little disappointed and continue wanting this. And I think um, PlayStations, we're going to do our online ongoing games, online service games, because that is their weak point. That That's their Xbox's exclusives, if that makes sense, right? They're like, we're working on it. We're working on it. This is I know it's a weak point, but we're going to build it up and you're going to have such a good time. It takes so long to build up what is the weak body part of this console and of this platform and while whether or not they drop factions i don't think that's gonna like solve all of the problems or the conversations because it is just a singular game but i think whenever i like conceptualize them building out the multiplayer ecosystem on playstation i always like what do you think it's gonna take add a couple of years because that stuff is always such a slow burn i feel like if we're lucky by ps6 We'll be like, there's a healthy little, you know, bit of stuff to experience on here. Because I feel like that stuff is so hard to get out, so hard to get right. It's so hard to, like, actually have that be ongoing where people really care. Um, yeah, I say no to factions, but I'll be there if it drops. Spooky Cabins writes into kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y and says PlayStation will announce more multiplayer titles than single player games in 2023, but none of them will be new IP. Every multiplayer game will be connected to an existing franchise, including a PS All-Stars kart racer. <laughs> I wish. No. <laughs> We're not getting that. I wish. It'll be interesting. I don't think you're going to see them announce more multiplayer than... I can see the argument, especially if you're... I guess we're talking about new announcements. Are we talking... Yeah, are we talking... So... Yeah, what's the context here? Because I think I could see it. If we're talking about full-fledged, yeah, non-VR, non-DLC, two multiplayer versus one single-player. Factions doesn't count to some degree, I imagine. I can, I can see... Mm, I can see us getting a handful of, of multiplayer games is what I'll say. Because we already know, like I said before, right? We already know 
quite a few of them that are in development. We know the Haven Studios game is coming. We know the Deviation yeah. Studios game is coming. Which, okay, Fire Sprite, Firewall. Aloy likes a sprite? Or no, or does she walk up a mountain? God, I forgot. I, no, like, Aloy likes sprite. sprite. Aloy likes sprite. sprite. Okay, Aloy likes sprite, so Fire Sprite's working Wait, on is this Fire how you walk. remember it? Yeah. Yes. Firewalk is working on the another shooting game, I think. Now I've totally forgotten what Firewalk is doing. But there's a handful of studios there doing other things. Barry, were you going to say something? No, I was just laughing, just laughing at, you. at your ass. And then <laughs> it reminds me of like uh, Outer Worlds and Outer Wilds. Yep, 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 yep. Which one does Andy like? He doesn't like going into the wild. Well, no, he, he is like a wild and crazy guy. Right, he right, likes right, the right, Outer right, Wilds, right, right. not the Outer Worlds. We're so stupid. Here we go. PlayStation and Firewalk Studios announced publishing a uh, partnership for a new original multiplayer IP. All right, so Firewalk is also working on a multiplayer thing. I think we start hearing about what some of these things are. Um, and I think that could amount to more multiplayer stuff than single-player stuff. It'd just be such a pulling the cork out and just having all this information pour out. But, I mean, if we're really talking about three multiplayer games versus two new single-player yeah. games getting announced, I guess that makes sense. Because, like, I know a lot of people wrote in, oh, Ghost of Tsushima 2 this year. I'm like, I doubt it. Announcement-wise. I don't even know if you announced it. I think they keep working. Oh, really? I think that one's, yeah, I, I don't think they do. Because when do you think that, because what? I would hope that we see that in 2024. For a release? For a release, yeah. And so if that's the case, like, announce it by 2023. Sure, I think. but I don't, yeah. You don't think so? I ain't vibing with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, yeah. No. <laughs> um, Robert wrote in and said PlayStation will quietly, I don't know how they do this, quietly purchase Square Enix and place them into a deal similar to Bungie so that they continue to make and publish Switch games while keeping Final Fantasy and all other AAAs exclusive. That was, of course, a rumor that was circulating a while ago that that was going to happen. And then it was that Square dropped all the Western developers, remember, and Chris mm. et cetera. And people were like, well, are they trying? Is that what the rumor was conflated to be, that what we thought was going to happen, that they're actually giving those up? Or was it going to be that they're trying to then make themselves leaner to be acquired somewhere else? Yeah. But with so much going on with uh, Microsoft and Activision and shit. Right yeah, I'm now. like, I don't know. Like, I feel like in the arguments that are being made right now, PlayStation buying Square Enix would then make the Call of Duty argument way worse for them. Sure. Um, and maybe, maybe they wait. Maybe it is like, all right, cool. Wait for this thing to finish, and then we'll buy another studio, uh, buy Square Enix. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I see feel it. like that would have happened by now. Yeah. And I think it was. I think it was conflated with the selling off the Western IPs or Western developers. But we'll see. This one's crazy. Dave Norridge has never paid attention to what PlayStation does. Starting in fall of 2023, Sony will announce that PlayStation Studios film slash TV adaptations will be included as part of the PlayStation Plus premium tier and access via a new tab on the PlayStation 5. The first titles available will be The Last of Us and Uncharted, with more titles to be added after their initial run on partner platforms. That would be wild. That would be <laughs> insane, and there's no goddamn way. Could you way. imagine PlayStation? No like... HBO, Amazon, Netflix, like the all inverted of... Netflixification, where it's like Netflix <laughs> has games, PlayStation has shows and movies. It's just the idea of PlayStation going to all these different um, like places and going, hey, and also by the way, when these when these things come out, you're all putting them on our platform as well. Like I don't think yeah, there's no way you could have kept that up. deal secret. There's no way they would have agreed to that deal. No, no. And even if it's like an in-house Sony uh, Pictures thing. They have a deal with Netflix already of, like, they have to, that's why, like, uh, what is it, Bullet Train is already on Netflix and stuff. Like, they have a exclusive streaming deal with them. So, um, even outside of, like, the this Amazon partnerships and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's not happening. 
Here's one that I find interesting. Skullcat writes in to kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y, just like you can. It says, PlayStation will remodel their PlayStation Plus service to be more in parity and compete with Game Pass. They'll utilize the messaging, quote, we heard your feedback. <laughs> we want what's best for you, the gamer, end quote. That sounds like them. I feel like they, so they say that all the time. Yeah, the, 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 the text ain't bad. I just think it's too fast. I don't think they'll revamp that quickly. I think they're going to bite down a bit longer on this before they're like, you know what? Maybe it's weird. Yeah. I don't think PlayStation Plus would have to start like losing money a little bit for them to be like, all right, we got to redo this. Like, I, I, and I remember doing the news story that was we're seeing lower numbers for PlayStation Plus, but it's not like a it's not a drastic thing. And I also don't think it's an, it was an, unex, an unexpected thing. I think it would have to be the reaction to, oh, everybody hates PlayStation Plus. Fuck. OK, we got to like figure out how to fix it. I don't think we're there. Yeah. Um. I got my critiques. I got hella critiques actually with PlayStation Plus Premium, but I don't know, man. PlayStation Plus Extra and Essential are fine. Really quick, do you think now that we're a couple years out through the PS5 UI overhaul for UI uh, PS5 software and stuff like that? Because I'm also thinking about themes. Do we get themes? Oh, like the home page? Yeah. I don't think we're getting themes. I think we've left our theme era. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Does that depresses me? I mean, Xbox, you can put like pictures in the back of the thing. I don't, yeah, I didn't, they're really lame. I didn't do a lot of customization on Xbox, um, so I can't really. I know somebody in the chat let me know if it's more elaborate than just kind of putting a big picture in the back. I think all the industry is done with themes due to like wanting to create a more snappy and more responsive like experience on the platform and have to worry about like now this thing is you know animated slightly differently or whatever and that just looks a little bit cleaner kind of it's kind of like that um how everyone talks about like as we approach modernization and embrace different aesthetics like a lot of things even like logo design have become so much more like uniform and kind of like bland like this like kind of the uh serif kind of font situation stuff like that so i feel like we've gone away from the campiness of themes what i would like that i feel like is a nice in between would be to bring back like the psp era different color different month that's how i knew time was moving and oh, i missed that yeah, yeah, okay. and i feel like that would allow you to maintain like modernism and speed while also having like a little something a little, a little homage to the past it would be cute uh fluffy cloud gamer though. said team asobi announces a new astrobot game and it's not for vr I would love Fuck that. Fuck me up, fam. Let's go. I would love that so much. I would, I would die. I'd be so happy. Do you Get think it's going to happen? boy out of here. Nobody wants him. I could, I could see it. What was the last? We got an update on that, what, I feel like a year ago or so, and I can't remember if it was like a rumor thing or a report thing or an actual official thing. We know, I feel like in a blog post, they talked about how like, oh, yeah, we're working on the next thing. Um, so no, I'm not going to predict it. I'm not, I'm not going to predict it. Okay. And then this, I like this dream too. Uh, David Twizzler says, Sony will release the PlayStation 5 Pro and dominate the console space even further. <laughs> Goddamn. Okay. Is that Jim Ryan? There's a lot of hardware coming out in one year. I mean, I, I do feel like, I don't, also don't think we're, I don't know if we get a Pro. Yeah, I don't think we're due for a Pro But how much slimmer slim do you yet? make it? Oh, I mean, like, there's a lot you could, I mean, you could get slim for sure. It could lose some weight, the PlayStation 5, but I don't think we're there yet. I feel like it's 2024. Yeah. Yeah, because what that's twenty four twenty four is four years past the the release. Usually, when we're talking about a console cycle, we're talking about like seven eight years. So it's like the halfway point. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll keep that until twenty twenty four. Plus next year you got play, PlayStation VR two as hardware, and so you don't want to drop how many yeah, how much how many how much money is people dropping on hardware for PlayStation? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And then final one, 
Isaac McCraw. Isaac McCraw writes into kindoffunny.com slash PSIOY and says it will be the best year since 2018. Okay. I don't think so. 2018 was a banger of a fucking year. Like, I don't I don't know yeah. about that, man. I hope. I hope every year is better than, you know, the last year, 2018 or whatever. I think it's, I hope every year is the greatest what was, year. Um, what can was you remember the, the baseball card for 2018? Spider-Man like, what was on the back of the baseball card? Oh, it yeah. got award. Uh, Spider-Man, yeah. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2. Was Shadow Colossus 2018? I think it was. Yeah, that doesn't really factor really into it being a good year, though, I don't think. But... <laughs> Janet, what, how fucking dare you? Red, <laughs> Red Dead can get the smoke, too. That shit was boring. Yeah, I don't uh, want to no, close I'll, those drawers. I'll, I'll hold hands with you on uh, Red Dead. Yeah, I'm with that, too. Oh, yeah. It looked um, cool, though. Yeah, look. Monster Hunter World, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste, Celeste was oh, 2018. Celeste was so oh, what is this PlayStation podcast? Uh, Detroit Become Human, uh, A Way Out. That was, it was fun times. I mean, this year Astro was actually like, really was incredible. Actually, also, uh, will it be the best year since 2018? No, no, I don't think so. But maybe I, I don't so. know for PlayStation for video games, like for the industry as a whole, possibly. I think so. Sure. Like if we're talking about industry wide, we're talking about yeah, Spider Man two. Starfield, uh, Breath, Breath of the Wild, Wild um, Final Fantasy 16, and possibly 7 Rebirth. Like, we're talking about a lot of games. For PlayStation specifically, though, I feel like uh, 2018 was a, was, was a banger year. Yeah. It'll be hard to beat. One. But God bless you, PlayStation. I hope you do in 2023. Uh, we've gone super long, but Janet, I need to hear about the Lemon Party. What is this? Okay, so this is Lemon Cake. Um, this is a game that I first started on PC in 2021. Uh, it is made by, I think the studio is Cozy Bee Games, but I believe uh, it's That's a solo right. dev project from Eloise. Like, I don't think anyone else is on that team unless she changed it or grew in some way. Um, and she does, like, a lot of, like, cozy, cute sim games. Um, I think this might have been the first game that I played from her. Again, played it in 2021. And it is a, like, bakery simulator game, essentially. Uh, again, it's called Lemon Cake, and I liked it. Had it played on PC, but I was like, all right, I don't really want to continue on PC because uh, I don't, I'm not really a big PC player. Then I heard they were coming out on PS5 and like I think some other consoles as well. And then I heard they were going to have a physical Whoa! edition of the game. So I bought the physical copy of this game. Sadesco did the publishing. Apologies if I'm pronouncing Sadesco wrong. Um, so I was like, I ordered this and then it got like the, the physical copy got a little delayed. Like I got through Amazon and then it finally arrived and I was like, okay, boom, finally a physical game for my PS5 because I don't actually use the disk drive almost at all, even though I have it. So I'm playing this. Um, and genuinely, I, well, I really love this game, you know, to quote, blessed who is quoting me right three out of five that i love like a five out of five like it is <laughs> in terms of game quality as a critic it's good i think you can make the argument it's only okay um the biggest gripe i have is that the animations are like a tiny bit stiff and you move a little slow um but mechanically i freaking love this thing you know you're unlocking a bunch of different things like through paying for upgrades like in this bakery so it starts off really simple it's like you got like three recipes and they're all just flour and oh god well sugar or one's just sugar and you're like dealing with the customers and you're like sweeping up and like they're coming and it's not quite as um it's not nearly as um hectic as other cooking games like it's not like moving super fast like overcooked so it's a much slower burn which you know take that or leave it depending on what you're looking for in a game but of course i was playing it and i was like i'm having the time of my life i freaking love the hell out of this game and i was like let's look at that trophy list as one does right as they um, do and 
is got a platinum and the platinum doesn't seem that bad and oh, it's okay. funny that you were like okay. i want to hear about it because you wrote the platinum and when i was playing it um isaiah was like greg about to boot this game up right now i'm like i think it takes a little too long for unless you like you know played it and liked it and then just you know felt like going with it but um yeah i'm working through it you know i'm hanging out uh chat back chat says uh, reminds me of a good pizza great pizza it's not as good as that game but it is kind of in that vein where you're unlocking stuff. You can also like, it's cute as hell. Like the art's super cute. You can unlock adding cats to like the cat cafe. And one of the trophies is like you adopt a hundred cats in total. Nice. It's, I'm having a good time. I like this game. I think, you know, glance at the gameplay, glance at the trailer. If you're watching the video version, Barrett pulled up some of the assets. If what you see is what you like, I think you'll enjoy it. Again, my only gripe is that it is a little bit like, slower like i wish it was a little more like responsive you are kind of like walking through molasses a bit when you're moving but not to the point of like feeling like i can't accomplish what i'm trying to accomplish in the game um yeah i freaking love this game so i'm not this is what i'm rocking with on this is my for fun game right now every night i'm booting it up and i'm hitting the bakery so yeah come through uh you know, I'm, I'm, I'm building it out. I'm going to get some chickens in soon, Woo! some cows to like, uh, I got an eggs bandit recipe I unlocked. I'm waiting to unlock those chickens and get that cart to like wheel the recipes in. Like you can customize your room. I'm, I'm into it. I have a freaking hat that looks like a pancake stack. I love this game. This is what I'm playing on PS5 right now. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Greg, speaking of recipes, last week I got to try out Isaiah's chicken wings. <laughs> I did too. They were great. They're great. Like, great job, Isaiah. I, I had to make, make sure we mentioned on the podcast is that like you I'm know, glad you guys liked them. Janet said uh, on content that they were the best wings that she ever had, and that feels like a challenge, right? When you put that out there, it's like I gotta try it for myself, and I tried it for myself, and honestly, they're up there. They're goddamn. They're probably they're, they might they're be one of the best wings I've ever had. So shout yeah. out Isaiah. Good job. Great job, Isaiah. And great job to it's you, ladies work. and gentlemen. You've made it through another episode of PS I Love You XOXO, the final episode of 2022. Remember, we are taking the next two weeks off to rest and recharge and come back better than ever. Uh, if you want more content, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where, of course, you get each and every episode of this show ad-free. You can watch us record the other shows ad-free. You can get all the shows ad-free on demand. You can get uh, T-shirts. You can get posters. You can get all sorts of stuff. You can get 38 episodes of bonus content each and every week, or I guess month, not only. But what I'm saying is i'm still doing gregways during the break so if you want to just come check in with me on the daily you can come get those daily gregways as always um janet blessing congrats on another year in the bank good job everybody huh good job with ps i love you xoxo uh happy holidays and have a happy new year and until next time no it's been our pleasure to serve you